Hey, I'm Mako. And I'm Marcy. And welcome to the Colored Pages Book Club. That's right, y'all. Mm-hmm. It is that bi-weekly Ooh. podcast that focuses on fiction, fantasy, and magical realism written by writers from colorful backgrounds yes oh yes colorful backgrounds <laughs> indeed and yes today we are back with another episode of our summer short series and that's right basically you know listen y'all it's the summer we are outside mm. we lit it's we that's we just true. we just we 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 we, we doing a little sub, sub, right. summer energy hot girl energy and honestly we're just doing whatever whatever the fuck we want so truly that's basically what we do every summer. Just read, talk about. I mean, half the time, are we even reading shit? Like, sometimes we just watch it. It literally, <laughs> it gives whatever it gives. So, yes. Look, you know, summer assignments don't have to be written until August. Perhaps know, that's even, right. you know, early September. So, which, by the way, that never made sense to me. I'm like, wait, what you mean that there are people who go back to school after Labor Day? So, I'll just have a whole extra month, bro? <laughs> like, are y'all serious? Oh, like, so that's the hilarious thing. So, when I lived in the South, yeah, you always went back to school in August. Always, always, always. But then mm-hmm. I went up north. And then, yeah, I didn't start till September. And I was like, what? It's like in the movies. What do you mean Literally. I in September? What? Right. There are seasons up here? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, that kind of sucks because like, at least it was like, okay, you start school in August and everyone's like, oh, girl, this is a chop. I don't want to be here. But then it was also like, oh, well, like Labor Day weekend is a long weekend. So at least you have exactly. like a vacation-ish thing kind of coming up. But damn, you had to start after the vacation? Oh, that's like starting a job and being like, oh, yeah, you don't get PTO for that day because you didn't start the job yet. <laughs> Sorry. Sucks. But um, we're going to say. True. Also, you got out earlier. like Right. You got out in May. That's mm, chef's kiss. I know. Y- y'all getting out after the summer begins. After, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Whew, Couldn't be me. <laughs> Could not be me. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Anyway. So, speaking of <laughs> summer assignments. <laughs> Today, we're going to be doing, um, you know, a little assignment ourselves, a little comparative literature. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Y'all thought last year we did Soldierner Truths, Ain't I a Woman, and Andre Lord's A Woman Speaks. So that was the end of it. Well, it's not because we're back at it again. We're here a second time. The listener's mm. like, why are you so excited? We didn't think it was the last time at all. You did not introduce <laughs> it like it was going to be the last time in any way, shape. Like, or this isn't really that. the twist you think it is. Like, I know you really think you're setting us up for a gag, but like, right. Honestly, there There's was really no, no indicator that like this would never happen again. Like this was actually completely within the realm of possibility. Right, possibility. Like, whatever. It's like when a villain comes in and they're like, "You, you, I bet you didn't think it was me, did you?" And everyone's like, "We all, we all like, thought it was." You like, I'm like, just no the one. puppet master, chess master. It's like, but we literally saw every move that you were making before yep. even you knew that you were going to make those moves, actually. So whatever, girl. It's like everyone's like watching like, on a TV screen as a person plans and they're like, <laughs> and they're like they really think that we don't know what we know. Literally. Anyway, oh, so we are, the, we are the people making plans and y'all are the ones watching on your television. Anyway, um, so we're going to be reading... <laughs> Two stories. One is an excerpt from the book, The House on Mango Street by Sandra Cisnero. And the section's called My Name. And then the other is a short story called Nombre slash Name by Julia Alvarez. Mm -hmm. So 
a little about the authors. Julia Alvarez was born in New York City in the 1950s, and her parents mm-hmm. ended up re- returning, actually, to their native home, the Dominican Republic, shortly after her birth, and I believe her sibling's birth as well. But 10 years later, the family was forced to flee back to the United States because of her father's involvement in a plot to overthrow the then-dictator Trujillo, which, if anyone knows the Dominican Republican history well, they know that Trujillo was not... The kindest of men. And by not yeah. the kindest, we mean just kind of the worst. Yeah. So she's written, so, they, you know, they really had to flee. So, but Alvarez has written novels such as How the Garcia Girls Lost Their Accents and In the Time of the Butterflies, which I think is a beautiful title of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, she's written collections of poems, one called Homecoming, another called The Other Side slash The Ultra Lado. She's also written nonfiction as well, uh, a couple of books called Something to Declare or Once Upon a Quinceanera, and mm-hmm. numerous books for young readers. Oh, but really cool fact about her as well, she received the National Medal of Arts from President Obama in 2013. What? Fuck it up! Oh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's one of many awards that she's won. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay, we're now right. Like I've, I've have won zero awards from zero. Listen, holy, so. get you a piece. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, and her compatriot here, Sandra Cisneros, is a Mexican American author hailing from the city of Chicago. A a shot sound. I know, right? Anyway, so and, but like, do uh, I have the range? Like, I'm not even from Chicago, but whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have love for the city. Um, we do. I think we spent formative time of our lives there i I agree with that yeah yeah (laughs) anyway she (laughs) she has much stronger of a claim also there's a beautiful mexican-american museum in chicago that i think everyone oh yes yes absolutely phenomenal yeah but anyway so um she is internationally acclaimed for her poetry and fiction and has been the recipient of numerous numerous awards including the lanon literary award and the american book award she's the mm-hmm. author of the house on mango street which i'm sure a lot of people know because a decent portion of the population had to read it in high school but a decent portion didn't because f- probably a racism uh, anyway no. and she also wrote uh <laughs> caramello a collection of short stories um called woman hollering creek and then two books of poetry my wicked ways and loose woman as well mm. as a children's book called Hair Sash Pelitos. Oh, Pelitos. She, so I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's also the founder of the Macondo Foundation, an association of writers united to serve underserved communities. So if you want to check her out, it's www.macondofoundation.org. So, hey, look at that. Oh, and, you know, just for that university credit, she's a writer in residence at Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio. Nice. So, there you go. Those are our two authors. Um, as you can see here, they both have a name and the title. So that's going to be kind of a running theme throughout the story. And before that, Marcy, I have mm-hmm. a shout out. Oh, cute. Yeah. Who's the shout out from? So, first of all, someone sent us an email. <laughs> I know, wild. But Anthony and Antonio who live across, you know, the the great Atlantic and a place that's not the U.S. and are wonderful, mm-hmm. beautiful people who do their own book club where they also read interesting books by various authors from, from various backgrounds, sent mm-hmm. us some of the most, just like a really beautiful email <laughs> that like mm-hmm. really moved us and made doing this kind of fulfilling 
and I mean, it's always fulfilling, but to hear people say from not just, you know, the Americas, but also from other places that this touched them, it really warmed our heart. They also had book suggestion, The Prophets. Um, so we, we haven't put it on our list yet and we might not read it for next year, but, 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 but it came with a really strong recommendation. So if the listeners mm. are listening and want to read, Hey, give it a read. Tell us how you feel. It's on my personal list to read. So I'm going to read it, but, mm. but let us know. And if you have more suggestions, um, and, or just thoughts or just, you know, vague corrections to some thing I've mispronounced or the cultural reference that I have <laughs> inaccurately <laughs> relayed, which is, you know, mm. yeah. <laughs> you can always email us at thesecolorpages at gmail.com. Anthony and Antonio, you really, 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 really made our day with that. I know this is a super late shout out, but you guys are wonderful and just thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely absolutely totally agreed um thank you both for for what was a really lovely email and also yeah just like i mean i know as much as we were like oh yeah like if you want to send us an email or like oh like twitter blah 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 blah. like we just out of it's almost like a get like a running joke when we're like here's our <laughs> outro uh but like genuinely like it, like literally like it actually really does help a lot um because it it's, it's just it's nice to hear sort of like what folks think or like even if it's not always just like oh this show is cute but even if someone's like you know like i heard your take there but actually i, I kind of disagree i kind of think that you Ooh. know blah, 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 whatever like just some kind of like back and forth or like some engagement it's just kind of like oh this is really nice like people are like yeah. giving a shit enough to like you know send us a little little sub sub so definitely always appreciate it um mm-hmm. i mean certainly we love praise too like i mean like, right like, keep yeah. that coming please but but yeah just knowing that any any form of engagement with us is always Deeply appreciated. Yeah. So thank you. Maybe to don't all like slander us. <laughs> Maybe don't send any emails. Like, yeah, like we're like on the shade room the next day. Is like, well, so like Marcy and Aqua of the Color Pages Book Club. We like, hate them. <laughs> right. Um, that would but, be unfortunate, but anything. Else. I mean, shoot, engagement. Any. I mean, any attention is good attention. Let me stop. Uh, no. That's not true. That's literally not true. Um. But anyways, it is, <laughs> it is a book club, right? Like, you know, where it's somewhat ironic because it's not ironic. It's somewhat. I don't know. It's maybe just a tagline, but it, I don't know how many people do you need in a book club Two is probably fine, but it is a book. club, So it's nice to hear from other people. And, and, and I I don't know. I I was thinking a lot, Marcy, Akko says the lights dimming and suddenly she pulls out like a cup of tea (laughs) and a really comfy chair. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I was thinking Marcy, um, it's not a, it's not exactly a, a, a happy time in the u.s at least and i suspect Mm. in other places and i don't mean suspect because i read the news and it is Mm. tough and um it's it's not great and we don't want y'all to think that we don't we don't know that it's not great and we're just laughing because and being joyous because we're not aware Mm. or we're ignoring the problem i think we're i think we're trying really hard or hoping really hard that imagining with y'all you know however many people it reaches for how long it reaches you and for how Mm -hmm. much of it is good that that we could you know collectively imagine something better (laughs) all of Mm -hmm. us together um and and we hope i think and marcy can jump in and be like actually i don't hope this but but i (laughs) (laughs) actually don't believe in hope so um yeah you can just take me off the list there yeah thanks (laughs) (laughs) i abjectly disagree with no but um, right I, i think we're 
hoping that by shifting the lens of, of our focus and by, you know, focusing on, on everyone and ev- all the people who we collectively presently maybe haven't gotten the voices that, that they should have had, and we, we create a, a better imagination of the human race, one that is inclusive and one that is expansive and, and one that, that reaches the potential, potentiality of people, not in like the exploitative capitalist capitalistic way but like in a Mm -hmm. in a like a beautiful painting or orchestra type of Mm. type of way so so that's that's what we hope and and we hope that that's what we're bringing you and anything you get from it that's good makes us happy so thank you and (laughs) (laughs) be well and now we're gonna awkwardly transition it's like into the um the summary you know like when you're walking with someone and then you say goodbye mm. and but yeah. you're still walking the same way like that's this transition but it's like still happening so there was, it's so funny because people are always like oh my god this is so awkward like i hate when that happens like i literally just want to like run across the street and i'm like i just like laugh and just like move along like i'm just like oh like lol like girl we still walk in the same direction anyway i don't know it's just like is it that awkward? Um. <laughs> well, that's because you have social grace. Don't let Marcy deceive you. Marcy has the social grace of a swan. Akko is is faking it. She's lying to you about her level of social grace. Yeah. It's a facade. It's easily broken. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough appreciate you um and also just want to say to to really just agree i don't, I don't you know i don't want to like drag it but yeah absolutely i think you know it's just to your point i don't know i feel like there's a lot of power in like the tone that we try to keep on the show as far as like yes like we are speaking about like social issues and history and you know cultural context and and, and all these different things but and I feel I just feel I don't know maybe a, a little of this a, a little bit of this is selfishness but like I'm like joy is also really powerful and also a form of oh, resistance yeah. and like I don't know yeah. like it, it's just it's not to say joy that's based in like a lack of acknowledgement or like delusion but mm-hmm. like just from a space of like yes it's like a kind of, of a, like a like a both and type situation where it's like yes the world is fucked up yes everything is terrible and here's some things that can bring us some joy. And like, you know, if, if it's just something as light as like, you know, I read this, I mean, we read Hubba Girls and like, Kim was so funny in that one scene. I don't know. I just feel like there's something just not, like, I know I be needing this shit. Um, yeah. And so I hope that for others who, you know, are similarly kind of plugged into everything happening in the world and, you know, can, it gets deeply affected by it all. Like, you know, that this is a moment to like Arrested. perhaps to some degree escape maybe a little bit, but like, but also yeah. just kind of maybe engage with things a little bit differently. Just kind of have a, just a different, I don't know, just, just a, a different energy coming on. Um, it actually reminds me a little bit of, and this gets into a little bit about personal life, but um, I've been going to these like writing workshops um, where I live and like, I I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's, yes, it's a writing workshop, but a lot of it really is just a moment to like, just be with like other queer people of color and just mm-hmm. like, just like breathe and like talk yeah. shit and just like, I don't know, just like provide affirmations and like just like be there for each other yeah and, like it's just like i'd be really needing that because it's like i feel like we're handed so much trauma and like no tools to handle it or like mm-hmm. ways to navigate it or like capitalism is just like we're just i'm just gonna violently force you to like labor throughout all of this even though like 
this right i mean we're literally like i mean truly like everything is crumbling around us um it is something there's something really powerful about just grounding and laughter and just like being with each other or even just like hearing people who like each other talk to each other be like girl it's no Mm. drama like this it's never like oh like there's tea with aqua and marcy what's going on like oh my god (laughs) what's the latest goss like it's like it's never giving that it's always just like just water like the most dramatic we've ever had is like you know that one time we're having that you know discussion about like pancakes versus waffles and where aqua was very clearly incorrect about waffles being superior um but like aside from that you know that i mean truly that's really the deep is part of the drama but you know but Aka, you, you we were about to transition you know so let's not we don't even got to rehash it um let's just go into that plot summary and just go from there um yeah so i think we can maybe go into the music now um <laughs> so how are you just gonna i just hmm. I'm, I'm gonna let you have this one i'm gonna let you have this one and we'll see y'all yeah. when we get back <laughs> With the converted Marcy who believes in waffles. Thanks. Bye. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, see y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Okay. So we're back. Pancake's still better. Um, and ah. we're just, you know, Hako's <laughs> like, damn it. Um, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> the way we'll do this is um, we're just going to like, ain't really no point being like plot summary and then discussion because like the plot summary yeah. would literally be like five minutes. So like we're just going to do it all at once. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of get us started. So to give a little bit of context, basically both stories um, sort of discuss names by um, Latina American women and sort of how their names relate to sort of narratives around immigration, family, cultural identity, um, etc. So I'll talk about My Name by Sandra Cisneros and then um, Aqua will get into Names and Nombres by Julia Alvarez. So basically... So, so literally, my name by Sandra Cisneros is like a page. Like it's very, <laughs> it's like very short. Uh, but basically, the protagonist is a woman named Esperanza, and a lot of the text kind of focuses on how Esperanza was actually the name of the protagonist's great grandmother. Um, that's who she was named after, mm-hmm. um, and basically how. Esperanza, her, the great grandmother, um, like you know, the the protagonist didn't really know much about her, but she was you know very from what she heard, very free and very independent until her grandfather or her great grandfather either um, metaphorically or like literally kidnapped her. Um, yeah. yeah, basically. I feel yeah, like it so. was actually kind of literal. I feel like I was yeah. being generous. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So basically. Esperanza, the protagonist, is talking about how her great grandmother like never agreed, never forgave uh, the great grandfather for this, um, and how she would spend a lot of her time just kind of staring out of um, a window longingly, just kind of thinking about like what her life could have been had not you know she been forced into this situation with this mm-hmm. horrible man. Um, and basically, the protagonist Esperanza is talking about how you know it's interesting having a name that's linked to that type of history, and how you know that's not necessarily a life that she wants for herself. She also just talks about sort of on a literal sense how like her name just means so many different things. Like being in the U.S., how like for example in Spanish, like Esperanza sounds more like melodious, and like there's like kind of mm. a, it feels more fluid whereas hearing people trying to say like esperanza in english or some shit like just sounds very like jarring and like what um and she's also talking about how at the very end how basically she's thinking about how 
Like, what would it mean for her to actually change her name and make basically have it fit into something deeper into who she feels she actually right. is? Not to say that she doesn't relate to her grand, her great grandmother, but like, there, there's a little bit of misalignment, I think, with with mm-hmm. the name and sort mm-hmm. of how she sees herself. So yeah, so that's pretty much it. And I think the name she lands on is like ZZ the X, I think, which I was like, oh yeah, ooh. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that is um my name by uh, Sandra Cisneros. Yeah, and then for Julia Alvarez. So she kind of tells a story about her name by recounting when she and her family first immigrated to New York and how the change of pronunciation was was so swift and kind mm-hmm. of constant. And, you know, the, the immigration person, person at the immigration desk called them this and the person, you know, in their building called them this and their friend. It's all, you know, variations or pronunciations in different accents or I guess the American accent mm-hmm. of their name. So she says how the, the, the way similar kind of to uh, Esperanza talks about the the way it's, it sounds odd to her and indifferent and w- wondering if she should, you know, correct her classmates and her friends. Mm-hmm. Her, her mother's response is the Shakespearean line, you know, a rose by any other name is just as sweet, which is, is Romeo and Juliet. If anyone's wondering, uh, oh, come, everyone's okay, like, come we, on we English know. major. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like half the population um, is I guess like, like European <laughs> classics, but you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so she talks about how she starts to get nicknames. You know, she enters high school and she becomes more popular and, and they're more affectionate. And um, and how her, her, her name, as her family calls her, it kind of starts to become associated with just her nuclear and extended family. And her extended mm-hmm. family isn't always there, obviously. They visit, but they don't stay. And, and how her and her sister become like the Americans in their family, you know, and, and that mm-hmm. new identity mixed with the, the names. And she explains that over time, you know, and this is really interesting, there was like a movement to say names more properly in the 60s, which is a bit odd. So you go from this having to code switch to make sure everyone can say your name to suddenly everyone being like, oh, you mean he pronounced it like the, you know, which I... Right, correcting you on your name. Right, like, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you have the privilege of suddenly being able to say it properly. Anyway, um, so <laughs> she talks about being asked where she's from and people not really knowing anyway where she's from when she tries to tell them the Dominican Republic. And mm-hmm. the story ends, um, and there's a lot in there. You know, she talks about how her name is tied with her family coming to graduation, and and her family looking different from the people around her, and 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 having mm-hmm. to explain kind of the extent why her. And this is, by the way, like the '60s, so it's not like not like now where a bunch of people have different families from a bunch of places, and this is far mm-hmm. less. Oh, you know, actually, to be fair, depending on where you live and what time period. But anyway, so she's you know saying mm-hmm. how that kind of mixes together, right? The whole her name mixes with the whole being who she is in Mm -hmm. the U.S. context. And she talks about, you know, people asking her where she's from and and, and then saying, where is she really from? And and she's like the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, is it this place? And she's like, name's a different place. And they're like, we don't know that place. And she's like, that's why I didn't start off with that place because I knew Mm -hmm. we were going to know it anyway. And the story ends with her family giving her a typewriter and saying one day everyone will know her name. And, And she wonders which one she'll she'll go by because mm-hmm. at this point you know her various american names feel just as real to her as her as her 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 given name so so those are the two stories um definitely have a lot of parallels definitely have a lot of things in common but mm-hmm. marcy to i know we're changing it up a little bit to start off the discussion section mm-hmm. i have a 
question. Oh my god. Okay. What? Okay. Full remix. I live. Okay. Right. What is your question? Holy so, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I was not expecting this. I know. I was going to put it in the notes, but that was like, surprises for everyone. It's Christmas mm-hmm. in July. Okay. Anyway, so um, <laughs> <laughs> the quote earlier from, from Shakespeare, you know, it's the, the beginning part of that is what is in a name. What's in a name? A rose by any other name smells as sweet. So then I pose the question that Shakespeare poses in the book. You know, and that there's a political aspect to the name too, right? She's like, if I go by by Montague, what am I? Am I suddenly a different Julia? You know, it's a political aligning. Mm. Um, not to get into it, but it's true, and and it's it's from Juliet's perspective. So she she as the, the woman in in older, you know, English mm. text is the one who's going to have to make this political decision. Anyway, we get into Shakespeare all day, but we're not going to. The question mm-hmm. I have to you, Marcy, they're like flipping through. They're like, how did you get to... Sh-? Anyway, the question <laughs> I have to you, Marcy, is what is in a name? Yes. So what is in a name? Hmm. I love this question a lot. I feel like... I mean, there's so many ways to break this down, right? I mean, I think certainly what uh-huh. we're seeing from these two texts is that like a name can very much speak to uh you know a familial history right like i think there's a lot of um you know the sort of customs of people sort of repeating names or sort of having that repetition throughout uh, various generations in my life i've seen that more so in sort of a patriarchal sense but like i know that that's not Mm. always the case but yeah it can sort of speak to a sort of like a familial identity or like a lineage it can speak to sort of a like a cultural heritage i think especially when you think of narratives where just, I mean, when you think of just whiteness as it shows up in the U.S. and like, what is a name that's considered "quote unquote" easy or like, mm. you know, an American name "quote unquote"? All this, like, you know, very, very loaded ways of describing that. Um, you know, I think it can also represent choice. Because um, even, for example, yeah. like with my like my government name, you know, I remember. I mean, I've had several conversations with my parents where they were like, "Yeah, we kind of wanted to give you a name that, like, you know, you know, kind of on paper." May not, may not really know the race of the person. You might, I mean, mm-hmm. if someone thought you were a white person, wouldn't be the worst thing that's happened to you, especially for like a job or like whatever, you know, like it's like there was kind of that like yeah. consideration for like a name possibly translating into um, opportunity, um, maybe a way to some form of assimilation. Um, yeah, I mean, names certainly have gender Obviously, you know, certainly like gender implications and, and can be a mm. point of affirmation there. I know for myself, Marcy is a nickname that I go by that I've been going by for a number of years. And like, I think speaks to sort of a like a sort of like a moment of like gender affirmation or gender euphoria. And in, in a sense that I'm like, OK, I feel like this name kind of speaks to kind of what I want to give a little bit, a bit more than my government name does. I will say that has changed, actually. I think mm. I, as I've gotten older, I've, I've, I've come to, it's so funny, it actually reminds me of, um, I mean, shit, talking about comparative literature, we just bring back everything. So All Boys Aren't Blue by Ooh. George M. Johnson. Um, yes. I remember they were talking about sort of the whole debate between going by George versus Matthew and like, what does it mean to like choose a name for yourself and like kind of decide mm. what that relationship is. And I think as I've gotten older, I'm like, yes, like I love Marcy. I love, I mean, I, I, I think, it speaks to a certain like specific people in my life call me Marcy. Like if you call me Marcy, like just off top, like I know you're from a certain era of my life. Mm. Um, but even my government name, like I feel, I, I feel like it, it, 
I've kind of worked to redefine it a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is like my name. And like, I feel, I actually feel okay with my name. And that, that does not have to be everyone's narrative, right? Like, mm-hmm, it's like that, mm-hmm. obviously that, that does not have to yeah. speak to everyone. But I think I've kind of reached a point where, and I think part of this also is because I did, you know, during the pandemic, spend a number of years um, living at home with my family. And so like, I was hearing my government name a lot more. And I think there was a part yeah. of me that kind of felt like, oh, what does it mean that like people are calling me this? And like, and now like my association is like with my family, which like brings up a lot of shit and blah, blah, blah. But like, as I kind yeah. of work to sort things out with my family and kind of work to um, heal from from various, you know, familial traumas and things of the sort, um, I think it has changed my association with my name um, in a way where yeah. I'm like, oh, like, okay, there's kind of a, this feels, I, I, I can find myself in this name again. I don't have to distance yeah. myself from this past by choosing another name for myself again doesn't have to speak to everyone's narrative just mine um but like you know that mm-hmm. i think for myself there was um sort of that gender piece as as well but you know i don't know in a name and, and also too i think in a name there's also how do i say this um Yes, there's an element of choice, right? Like people choosing either to like legally change their names or to just choose to go by like a middle name or another name mm-hmm. that they just made for themselves or or even just like how nicknames become like you kind of lose the plot after a while. Like there's like that one <laughs> family member who's like, yeah, we just call them Pookie. And everyone's like, why? why do we call them Pookie? And they're like, we don't know. Honestly, I couldn't really tell you. Like, we just have been doing it for so long that even Pookie doesn't know why they started calling them. But like literally no one knows. Um, it's just kind of this like casual absurdity of um, just uh, yeah familial dynamics. But yeah, I think also in a name can also just be a certain (sighs) I feel like everything I said up to this point was like oh yeah like mm -hmm, yes girl break it down bitch yes (laughs) but this is like kind of more shallow like I don't know some names are just cute like I don't know sometimes you just hear a name where you're like I love that fucking name girl like I literally have a a google doc of names that I either think of or hear that I'm like yes I like I love this name I this these will be the names of characters that I write of if I get a puppy these gonna be the Uh names I choose from (laughs) like I don't know whatever but but yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think you, I thought, well, did I interrupt? I feel like, I, I hope there wasn't more. Was oh, no, no I mean, yeah, I was, that, that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, I, I was going to just, you know, pirouette off of your idea. Um, that I, <laughs> I, 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 and it happens in the story too, right? Sound, like the way, I don't think you can underestimate the, the, the names have a sound and mm-hmm. the sound is supposed to, I had a friend who said to me, the one actually who named this podcast, hey Jackie, <laughs> I don't know where you are girl, <laughs> but you're great. <laughs> but she said something, we had traveled abroad together or I had met her abroad while traveling and um, she, she had this point because you and I'll get back into what's in the name in a second, but I got mm-hmm. a new name where for the place I was traveling I, because I was studying a certain language and the name, that language, you needed mm-hmm. a name. I got a name. And it's funny because it wasn't my favorite. If it wasn't my favorite name, it was based off of my government name, but which mm-hmm. is interesting because it's also not, they're like, we're going to take your Western name and make it into this culture's name. And I'm like, that's really funny because this is not a Western <laughs> name to be. <laughs> and the teacher was like, yeah let's you know we actually had to dialogue about it she's like what does your name mean so i can give you another name which mm. she, you know, she didn't have to do for like peter peter this you know but um anyway but i remember i was i was explaining on a friend in the place that i had been you know there's a nickname for the name that i had that was it was quite affectionate but she, she jackie made this great point where she was like it's the way a name the tone of of a name is is really important and and it says something right it's she was almost like there are way they have she was like 
if a name is affectionate or it's it's beautiful, every time you say that name, it conjures up that emotion or that affection or that feeling. You know, mm. it, it's the actual syntax or the tent, the ta- tactility or the structure, the facial structure that you make when you say the word, like invokes mm. in your body a certain, you know, ness. And they talk about that in the two stories. And one of them, and kind of how it changes, you know, so in... Um, one of them it's um at school they say my name funny as if the they as if the syllables were made out of tin and hurt the roof of your mouth mm. you know as opposed to like something more more beautiful i think that's um that's sandra's and then and then mm. julia makes another point um where she's talking about their name alvarez being changed to alvarez when they go mm-hmm. to immigration and and she says but I said our name to myself, opening my mouth wide for the for the organ blast of an A, trilling my tongue for the drum roll of the R, Alvarez. How could anyone get Alvarez out of that orchestra of sound? So I think you're right. There's something tactile about a name that, that it invokes just, even the sound of it invokes a feeling of home or a feeling of, mm. you know, meaning or resonance or, or music. Um, oh, come on, music? Right. <laughs> anyway, but for well, what's in the name? <laughs> I think there's. I think your point is well. Right. There's. There's a lot in a name. Right. First of all, you don't when you're born. You have a name before you name yourself. Everyone pretty much has a name before they name themselves because you have mm. a name by like three. You know, like right. <laughs> honestly, they don't let you leave the hospital for more than like four days without a name. They're like pretty adamant about that. <laughs> <laughs> the child uh, must have a name. <laughs> and I think it's, it's yeah, but it's but to be fair, it's it's because not naming someone is is a naming of a type, right? It, Ooh. Um, and and it's and I think if you're an immigrant or you are seeking asylum or something, there's also another thing about the name about a loss, about mm-hmm. or or a, maybe a need to carry something. And a lot of people's names are named after people, and, and, mm-hmm. and so you come into this world invoking an ancestry already. You know, you might mm-hmm. hate that ancestry and change it, and that's that's fair. Right. You know, not more. It's more than fair. <laughs> that's what you need to do or mm-hmm. want to do. That's that's what it is. But 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 if not, you know, if if yeah, it also has a, a feeling of it can have a feeling of home, you know, and mm-hmm. and history and, and life and and the fact that you are not the beginning of your existence. So that can be a heavy thing to carry and it can be a light thing to mm-hmm. carry. Or, you know, I think there's that depth to it. I think there is to your point about politics. Right. Um my family had to decide if they were going to give us Western names. They politically, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't political to give your kid not a Western name, but it was, it is political because the personal is mm-hmm. political to not, right? I, I don't right. actually have the choice of a non, of a Western name because I don't have one. And in mm-hmm. a post-colonial decolonization of, of Africa, which, shocker, I'm African, <laughs> there was a point to that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said this before on the podcast. Marcy's never said they're a dancer, and I've never said I'm African. Anyway, but um, there's yeah. a point to that. <laughs> we have danced around that fact for, I mean, the whole, whole ass reading a quick message right. just other authors and being like, Aqua's like, yeah, mm-hmm, this is no personal <laughs> resonance here, really, but mm-hmm. like... <laughs> this is very distant to me. Right. <laughs> I actually have no connection. No, but it, right. um, any case, I think that in, there's there's a lot in the name, right? And there's a lot of I, I think I do think that sometimes in the United States that people have been can be a bit dismissive about the significance of names. I, mm. I, I know from from my history, I grew up in, so it's and actually, well, well, I want to I want to touch on a point, and then I'll throw lob the back ball back to you. But mm-hmm. uh, Julia's 
story really resonated with me. In fact, pretty much beat for beat, I was like, I felt a lot of these things. Um, mm. it, there's this funny part. She says, she was like, you know, there's a time when all of a sudden everyone wanted to pronounce names correctly. And, and it's so odd because if you go back to like the late 90s, early 2000s when I was a kid, there was like a time where people just didn't care about saying names correctly, especially like where <laughs> like, nobody cared if they say them. Mm. I, there was like 15 different variations of my name at any given time. Um, mm. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where everyone was like, we need to pronounce your name correctly. And I'm like, okay, oh my God, you've said, everyone said it so wrong so many different times. I, I don't <laughs> know now why now suddenly everyone's very invested in, in this. And, and you mm. know, it's, it's so interesting that that has happened before. And then, you know, granted, it's probably something about 9-11 in there, but, um, Mm. But that was interesting to me, and it did make me think. And you know, stop me if I've gone on too long. But there you I, go. I, I, <laughs> thanks. I, I remember there was a point in my life where, you know, because you know, racism. I, I I found that I used people not knowing my name or pronouncing it incorrectly as a shield, mm. and, and, and almost like a magic. Like if you can't say this correctly then some of your juts don't really hurt because mm-hmm. you don't really know. <laughs> you know, it's, you read in like books sometimes where like, don't tell anyone your true name because it, it casts a spell on you. But in a way, as a, as a kid in this, you mm-hmm. know, foreign place with nothing really to latch on to all the time, it did feel like a safety knowing mm-hmm. that they couldn't really ever get to the heart of me because they couldn't really know what my name was. And, and people who could, you know, had a, a cultural competence that, that, it, it um, indicated a safety to me immediately, mm. you know, um, and and so and so that's interesting. I mean, that kind of kind of got flipped when people who are very close to me suddenly were like, "Wait, I've been saying this wrong," and I was like, "Like, I'm sorry. I really wasn't trying to. <laughs> it's been a defense for so long, <laughs> and, uh, and you know. And also, you know, you you are American. You start to pronounce your your name." The American, uh, in an American way. And that, that too, too, I have a bit of an issue with, and which is why I do think people should be culturally con- conscious with their, with the way they say names. Because if you have a kid in your class, you, you are helping mm-hmm. make their pronunciation, right? You can't keep always asking them how they say their name because you're also mm-hmm. supposed to be reinforcing their name, right. their name to them. So I, I did, I, I, you know, I do have a little bit of ire towards my, my teachers of my youth because I think mm-hmm. they could have been. I mean, a lot of them were racist, so they couldn't have been, but they should have right. been right. more affirming. Anyway, yeah. but, but back can to I, you. Can I say a point real quick? Oh, as many as you would like. Okay. <laughs> no, this is this is very interesting because I remember um, the two of us, actually. I remember this is a number of years ago. Um, like, I had a similar moment where, like, I, because this is something that, like, happened with us, and there was someone else that I um, went to school with where this kind of happened where I was, like, when I first met you, like, the way you pronounce your name or like just would introduce yourself was like different. So I just kind of like just pronounce your name that way for a number of years. And then I noticed like when you would talk about yourself, the way you pronounce your name was different. And I was like, wait, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh, like the way you pronounced it, like, like when we first met each other, like, you know, you, you kind of pronounced it one way, but like, I noticed that you're, you're pronouncing it differently. Like, I'm fucking up. Like, let me, let me, like, let me, like, pivot. And it was interesting because, um, I don't think you said this, but I remember I was having a similar conversation with another friend who it was kind of a similar situation. Like, he had introduced himself a certain way. I called him that name, but then I, w- I would find that like other folks that he was closer to, or like he kind of shared more of like sort of a like a ethnic cult- sort of cultural similarity. Like, they would pronounce his name differently, and I was like, 
Wait, is that how you actually pronounce your name? And he was like, yeah, I just like, you know, I just kind of stopped trying with like white people. And I guess sort of by extension, you, <laughs> when it came to like introducing myself. Um, and it's interesting because it's like in that moment, it's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sitting here being like, I'm just, I just feel like I too have feelings. Like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not none of that like tears or anything, but it's just interesting kind of being like, damn, like I didn't even know I was contributing to like that kind of dynamic. Um where one feels like they have to sort of like, you know, shift their name or sort of like, I guess, quote, Americanize their name or whatever to to kind of like make it more palatable in that sense. Um, yeah. I, so. I, and I, mm-hmm. I, I like how they, well, first of all, thank you. You're a very conscientious person. I, you've always been that way. And, and actually, and this is, I think, what the pieces are getting at, too, is it's not always ill-intentioned and it's mm-hmm. it, and it's not always so serious right like mm-hmm. it, to, even to me you know i lived in the south for a while look a southern person pronounced my name is going to have a certain twang to it it doesn't it's not mm. it's, it's i want to say it's no shot but that's really not me <laughs> you know i'm just repeating you it's, it's not like a problem right and then when i moved up i lived in the north of the place that also had an accent they said it a little differently right. there was no there was no a lot of the time there wasn't any malintent behind mm. it and so for me similar to this book you know they say this is how i know where i met you and where i know you from mm. and it's not necessarily a problem there are some that are a problem right there are some ways that people talk to you like hey you're just you're just being disrespectful <laughs> you're, you're right you're just trying to take the piss you know you could have spelled that out if you can spell you know Dostoevsky, you could have spelled this too you're just you know, <laughs> I, being I know that's right <laughs> yeah and, and 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 you know there are things that of course you're just you're not and there's an otherness like you know you everyone who has this you know the starbucks name where you go in and you mm. <laughs> you give them a, a name that's easier for them to write on a cup because you don't right. want to see your name spelled 15 times you know you know that you're gonna have to spell your first and last name out on a phone call when someone asks for your name like there are things mm. like that right and and maybe it's anothering yeah it is <laughs> it is and it does make you wonder you know what would it be like to grow up in a place uh, where you're you are the, you know the britney of name <laughs> where you're just mm. an average the, the sam joe of, of names you know no one asks you how to pronounce it and so mm. when that does happen you know in a world where you you do feel a little other it is nice to have someone you know immediately know you there is a comfort in that but it doesn't mean there's not a comfort in any other you name which i think mm. Julia talks about in her her story a lot as 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 well and it's, it's just complicated you know and, and that's i think that's also Esperanza's point. Like, does yeah. all of the and, and Julia too when they talk about you know does does what what part accounts for the Americanness that I've become mm-hmm. that I I can no longer take away? That's part of my story mm-hmm. now too. Like, what what part do I add to my name now? Do I add any part? Is it in the pronunciation? Is it you know what 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 you know? It's it's it is now part of me. All of it's a part of me and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do want to hint at a little privilege here too. I, you know, people are really disrespectful about Black American, in particular, women names. Mm-hmm. And um, like, for instance, for me, I've never gotten like you know that's a quote unquote ghetto name, but a perfectly beautiful yeah. Black American name. People just have such such a quick um, connotation of 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 lower class and lack of work right. that I find like really, really annoying. Because if you like let's just take a standard like Laquisha or something. That is mm. a melodious name. 
works in most places that have melodious tonal you know mm. languages you know it orchestral as she said laquisha like look at the, mm, you ooh, that feels good not to knock any you know european name but come on like you're really good at you think that's a problem page is just as nonsensical as laquisha i don't i don't understand why why one of them has value over the other it, it really frustrates me and i think from a really young age or, you know you see it in media this kind of comedicness of 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 the name. Mm. There's nothing comedic about people, and that I think is the point where I start to get a bit irritated, you know. And, and that is why people say things like "put respect on my name." Like, I think people come a little right. bit harshly for, for not a little, a lot harshly. I, I think it's disrespectful. And I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> I think it's yeah, absurd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's racist, but it, it's just no, like literally, just is. Me. Yeah, it's just it's just racist, and it's funny because um, I mean. And this kind of, I think, just speaks to, like, intro group tension. Like, I mean, that was also, like, a dynamic that, like, even growing up, like, people, like, other black people would be like, oh, oh, chow, that's your name? Like, just, like, like mm. we will clown as well. And I'm like, that's, I mean, I would like to think that hopefully everyone has uh, matured in their um, ideologies and are like, yeah, that's fucked up. We're not doing that. But, like, yeah, like, it's just, it's, it's, like, one of those things where I'm like, okay, like, Really though, like it's and it's funny because like I feel like this is it's interesting because like you know I have a name that like I mean people don't typically mispronounce it. I mean it's happened a couple times, but like I mean usually people are like yeah like yeah, two syllables yeah, yeah I feel like this is like at least fairly similar to something that like you know a name that I've seen before or whatever. If anything, mm. people add extra letters or syllables to my name that don't exist, and I'm like no girl, you were literally <laughs> right until you were you stopped being right. So like yeah, if you had just stopped a little bit earlier, we would have been good there. Um, you passed but the station. You're at the station and you just kept yeah, and going. just kept <laughs> going. Like sometimes <laughs> silence and just like stopping is really the answer. But you know, it's fine. Um so like um but yeah, it's just it's interesting kind of like, you know, witnessing that or like sort of like witnessing these conversations around names and just feeling like this kind of kind of handed down respectability that's just sort of like yeah. I, mean, I didn't really control yeah. what my name was but like there was obviously a conversation around respectability in choosing my name mm-hmm. um and like what does that like mean <laughs> like how do you know right. like like what is that like how do i you know sort of like navigate that that space and it's interesting because um because i will say i really well one i enjoy you sort of saying everything you said just now and also just oh. I, what i enjoyed about these texts is that like there is such a nuancing of the conversation around names. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm sort of in a kind of going in. I was kind of like, okay, like I think especially Julia Alvarez's piece really kind of stuck to me when, when she was talking about how like, you know, there's so many different, it, it kind of felt like, um, yeah, just like different seasonings of her name. Like it was just like, yeah. Oh, like, you know, to your point, like some, in some context people call me this and some context people call me this, but like there's sort of a multitudinous, like none of them, they're not necessarily I mean, in some cases, yeah, like straight up, you're just being disrespectful right. and this is not my name. But like in in many ways, it's like these are sort of an affectionate sort of rendition of mm-hmm. how it is that I might call you. Um, and I don't know, like, it's just like not that deep. And I'm like, yeah. huh. Yeah. That's like, a, I, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Did I, <laughs> I know because I, I was just going to say because I, uh, you know, and, and this is <laughs> it's funny that this came up, but I, I typically am trying to be able to camp where I'm just like, OK, like if that's your name. It's your government. I'm just going to call you this. Like, I'm just going to like pronounce your name so much so that I realize I don't even really give people nicknames often. Um, oh, I, I think there's a part nickname. of me that feels like I don't want to come off as like I'm trying to erase mm, what your yeah. actual name is. But it's funny because like even just reading this, it's like there can also be a needlessly 
maybe formal is the right word, but it's like, you know, it, again, it just, it ain't gotta be that deep basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just not that serious sometimes. Um, so yeah. it just gives me a lot to think about. And I think it also gives me something to think about, especially as someone who like people, I would say at least growing up, I didn't really have nicknames for real. Like my family would call me mm. certain things, but like for the most part, people just said my name. Like, mm. and I was just kind of, that and so it's just interesting kind of reading accounts of people being like oh yeah like people have all these different versions of my name and all, all that i'm like oh that sounds very like playful and like, like kind of i don't know like yeah. kind of yeah just like an interesting experience so anyway yeah i i think i feel like i said yeah a lot but yeah no i it is a lot to think about <laughs> right because <laughs> you could be on the sports team and and th- th- there's a name there or someone you know people call each other by their last names i love calling people by their last names mm-hmm. i think it's very affectionate but um yeah I, you know, I went to different countries and so people call me names with different names based on the translation, uh, translation of my name and, and, and it invokes a whole feeling, you know, folks that when mm-hmm. I hear it or I see it, um, there are, there are affections there that are very dear, dear and sweet to me. I, it's almost like a different me that they know and I could be mm-hmm. a, a different type of person. Even Akko, yeah, I didn't have Akko. Actually, the name the way I got Akko is, is really adorable, but I won't get into, but I, I didn't really use it <laughs> that much before we did this podcast. And now, you know, I associate Akko with a, a very a beautiful, you know, thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. creation, time, period that... You know, it's very, very special to me. So, so there's a mm-hmm. lot in a name, I think, um, good and bad. And I, I think just, you know, because it is true, it, there is bad in the name, you know, yeah. dead naming is a thing. And, and because Real. we now have just talked about how powerful and how affirming and affectionate names can be, you know, just turn that into the opposite, <laughs> right? Like turn right. that for evil or, or, or bad or, or apathy or disrespect. And you see how, why it's, it's such a painful thing to do to someone, right? To, or even mm. to invoke a connection that's, that's painful, right? It's, it's not nice. And if someone called me a name that I associated with a time period that was disfavorous or painful to me, you know, it, it, it's, mm. there's a, there's a visceral reaction there. And so, and so, and so that's why there's a freedom in, in having a name that that suits you. And I, I I think people should be a little bit understand. You know, also in different cultures and different times, it, changing your name was pretty regular. Like if something happened, mm. you know, you needed a new name. Like 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 uh, what's it called? Um, the fifth season. Sometimes you just need a new one and <laughs> <laughs> just scrap the whole name and just, just pick a name. new one. Yeah, and I think there's there should there should be room for that because we change and 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 that, that's mm. fair and it, yeah and even getting a new title auntie uncle a parent mm-hmm. you know all, all of a sudden you're mom dad you know like mm-hmm. grandpa grandpa these names change all the time and position in relation to other people and mm. you know anyway it's it's name it's beautiful it's a beautiful complicated thing um yeah but that's you know this summer shorts getting a little summer long so (laughs) (laughs) we will make that pun until the end of our days literally (laughs) (laughs) but if if you have thoughts i this is i know this was a really fun discussion so I, i appreciate you you know coming on on this journey with me um likewise yeah, but if you also want to send us an email like Anthony and Antonio did, you can at mm-hmm. thesecolorpages at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on social media, which you can too, mm-hmm. you know, we we do answer um, eventually, like when we see it, and, you know, when we're on, 
these color pages at gmail.com. I mean, I'm sorry, these color pages at the color page at the color pages um, on Twitter and at these color pages on Instagram. And of course, we have a website, these color pages com which is beautiful it's cute you can see us being not real us you can see little pictographic right. representations of okay where right. is he, what did you have to add yeah so <laughs> just want to say this show brought to any love light delight mm, yes because this is what poetry Ooh. feel free to live us some love wherever you're listening to this podcast which could be up a podcast or not and so, regardless, you know, just leave us some love wherever. Um, at the time of this recording, I believe we are still actually at 49 rating and reviews mm. on po- Apple Podcasts, which, like, it is truly no Sade. But, I mean, <laughs> 50 is a is cute. It's half a century. It's, oh. it, it's not a prime number. 49, mm. what do we... Actually, 49 is not a prime number either. Anyway, um, but, like, you know, I really think that 50 could be, <laughs> could be the moment. It could be it could be the time for us. You know what I mean? So, I would... We would really appreciate it if you all could leave us some love, especially there. But also, Spotify lets you leave ratings and reviews. Um, yeah. Anywhere you're listening, we definitely, definitely appreciate it. Also, if there's anyone in your life that you're like, you know what you need? This, like fun kind of lighthearted conversation about names or maybe just like you know you want to like chat with this person about their name and just like have a conversation about names yeah. which i mean admittedly is something that i don't really talk about very often so i feel like I don't know, it could be like a nice little little conversation starter mm-hmm. um feel free to do that with them just be and careful then, don't don't be like where are you from from and don't overemphasize yeah. how much you don't know how to say their name just keep it light, right you know, keep, keep right it. don't like micro aggress while you're mm-hmm. trying to have yeah. this like lighthearted <laughs> conversation maybe buy them a coffee too whoever they are just you, you can't go wrong if you bring someone treats like exactly right like please appreciate their time and labor um Mm -hmm. in this conversation um anyway so yes you can do that and then after you buy them a coffee just take your phone and just put it in the (laughs) coffee that you purchased for them and then buy them another one because all of that's really just going to help us to grow and be even better and um where are we oh yes and so i guess next time we will be discussing the iconic beautiful amazing text of our choice that we have <laughs> not yet decided on because at this point we've just fully committed to the chaos of Ooh, just being like y'all will just we're, uh, an episode's just gonna pop up honestly facts it's kind of fun in that you know it's kind of giving a little you know how like in mario party you like press the little you, you do the little dice yeah. blocks and it's just like it's just any number it could just mm. be one or ten you just have no idea we kind of <laughs> like the moving in silence kind of surprise energy so May or may not release the book list at some point. We'll see what happens. But, Maybe it um, won't even be books. Maybe everything else will be a series. We don't know. We, we don't truly know. do not know. <laughs> so guess what you'll have to do? Just like stay tuned. XOXO. Um, but anyway, between <laughs> between now and then, Aqua, are there any other things we should leave our listeners with before we head out? No, just <laughs> until we meet again. <laughs> The chaos. Until we meet again, (laughs) just remember to stay colorful. This was very fun. I live. I live.